morning, everyone, and welcome to Misery Monday. Oh, I really was not hoping to post Misery Monday today because we played the New York Giants, who was playing like straight doo-doo for the last six weeks of the season. Oh, my goodness. We are the only team that can make a team feel like they got something to play for. We are. We'll play amazing against teams we have no business being in games with. A la the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we S the bag. Like the Cardinals, even though we won. The Broncos, even though we won. Almost the Falcons, even though we won. And then the Bears and the Giants. Like, at this point, um, I'm looking at the new ownership and I'm seeing what is being good and productive from the Snyder days and saying, All right, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. Uh, I forgot about you, you got to go. You got to go. You Oh, you are here. You got to go. It's, it's got to be a Coach Prime clean house situation. Because, and I, I, I don't know if I would say that about Biennemi. But Biennemi was a Snyder hire. Snyder hire. Snyder to, ooh, can't say that five times. Snyder hire. Listen, people, I say this all the time. I beat up my team all the time. Um, ever since Snyder bought this team in 1994, the feel has never felt right. And it's not anything that has to do with how he ran the team things that went on with the team. For us to only have three winning seasons and never a 10-win season since Snyder took over says something. It does. It says something. And one of those winning seasons, we went 8-7-1. Can we technically say that was a winning season? Now, I'm a diehard. I will always be there. I was very close to leaving and going right up 95. Going right up, about to say 95. I can say 95. About to go right up the parkway. 295 parkway. And be a Ravens fan. It don't take, actually, it doesn't take as long to get to their stadium from me than it does... Landover. Technically, Landover is closer. It only takes 10, 15 minutes. But I can take 25, 30 and actually see a team that wants to win. I think Baltimore may have had like two or three down seasons since 94. But they got to do a couple Super Bowls. They got you an MVP quarterback. They got you some crazy defenses. Even get you some exciting run play- runners. That running back. We get none of that in Washington. I don't know what it is. I don't. First of all, 
every time something we feel as a fan base goes well, it somebody just S's the fan. If y'all don't know what S the fan means, then I'm sorry, because I'm not I'm not even gonna spell it out because it's a cuss word. Um People talk about this offensive line, and we look at the guys that we had at offensive line. I think a couple years ago was when we had a solid offensive line. Not the best offensive line. Uh, when Leno first got here, did we have Flowers? Did we have Ruye? Did we have Sheriff and Morgan Moses? That might have been one of the most solid offensive lines we had. But to think at one point we had Trent Williams, Morgan Moses, Brandon Sheriff, uh, pre-injury Chase Ruye, and we just had a revolving door at left guard, and we were arguably one of the best offensive lines in the league. Now, the downside is our defense was pretty mid compared to now. And I don't like how people are talking about the defense now. I think the defense literally had, I'll give them two bad games this year. The Philly game was just atrocious. The Buffalo game was atrocious. That Bears game, I went back and forth after watching it. I put scheme over the entire defense on that game. I, I I blame Jack Del Rio more than I blame the defense. He just didn't – he decided he wasn't going to put any pressure on a guy who can just kill you with your legs. And he just killed him with his legs. Like, he, he bootlegged out the pocket. There's a couple times he bootlegged out the pocket and Chase Young just missed him. But sometimes you got to scare them and make them run into some other guys. You can't sit back. This is the NFL. You can't sit back with seven guys and, and let somebody pick you apart. I get it. The, the, the calling card is I got uh, four first-round defensive linemen. They should be able to get to the quarterback. This is full-on garbage. The best way four down linemen can get to the quarterback is when the quarterback has and the offensive line has no clue what you're going to do as a defense. If I know you're just going to sit back seven, especially as an offensive line, I can make my running back bump the ends. We can double team the interior, and and my quarterback can just sit back there. You don't see no teams doing that to us. I have yet to see a team just say, hey, we're going to send four for uh, 75% of the game, and, and we just going to live with that. No. Never. Especially when you got the athletes that you have. Kendall Fuller is an amazing blitzer. I know Emmanuel Forbes is small, but the boy is quick. He can get there fast. Jamin Davis runs just as fast as both of them at linebacker. I'm not, they're not mixing it up. And then the bad part is when they do mix it up, the defense looks amazing. But it's happening in the fourth quarter of games. I'm, I'm not agreeing with none of this crap. 
But see, what the you want to know what the real problem is, and I know what the real problem is. Usually, and I think it might have been only one or two games this year where another team scored either a field goal or a touchdown, first play of the game. They go three and out the first drive, and they don't do anything exotic. So the coach feels like, hey, if I don't have to do anything exotic, why call it? We can handle it. Then the next two possessions, we'll get two touchdowns put on our head or longer drives that take like eight, seven, eight minutes. That is a problem. You have to continue to mix. You have to continue to mix. That is a huge problem. Huge, huge problem. It is a huge problem. I have a problem with the coordinators. On offense, when we ran some bootleg, it was one time they blitzed from the left. We ran a bootleg to the right. And also, I don't think he's giving Sam as much freedom as we think he's getting. Because it doesn't make any sense that Sam, you know he sees these blitzes coming, and he's not reacting or changing plays on it. Also, I noticed that play calls are coming in a little too late, which means your play calls are a little too long. And I've heard some names on some play calls, like, dude, like, really? Spider right, Z state, X, Y, uh, slant to the east. Bro. Come on, man. I know when I played, my coach made it as simple as possible. Uh, banana youth. Slide, uh, slide um, lateral. Reese cup. First letter tells you what 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 the play is going. Excalibur on the dollar phone. You look for your X and your Z first. Double toast, halfback slant. Even though I don't know why he used to say stuff like that, but double toast basically being a streak because we have fast receivers. Whichever, whichever way the safeties go, if it's not too safe high, you pick a side and you, you live and die with your receiver. If you got two safeties high, you're going to have the halfback slant. I mean, it was basic stuff. When I started actually paying attention to some of the play calls that the colleges and, and high schools and, and pros would actually call, I was like, who's going to remember all that crap? Sometimes you just got to keep it simple, stupid. Give them a kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. But that's not my job. That's why I coach basketball. Because I I know simple names, and I can only re- remember about 20 plays. Football, you got to remember 175, at least. And then that quarterback, you got to you know counters out of 175. Plus, you have to know where... Um, 10 other people are supposed to be at a certain time. It's not easy as a quarterback. But 
But I'm sick of it, man. Um, at this point in time, when it comes to the Washington Commanders, um, everything that is labeled Daniel Snyder, except for maybe a couple, maybe like John Allen, Terry McLaurin, um, I, you know, I want to keep Chase Young around. Everybody keeps bashing Chase Young. Now, all of a sudden, everybody want to be on Chase Young's bandwagon. I got the receipts, okay? Don't switch up your alliances now because Chase Young is balling out. I said it since the day he got hurt. I said, let him get healthy. I remember what he used to do at Pilates. I remember what he used to do at DeMatha. I definitely remember what he used to do at Ohio State before he used to get triple teamed every play. Now, you can't triple team him in the league because you got pain and island and sweat. Somebody's going to run free. But Washington is starting to look like Ohio State. Hey, we're just going to beat you with the talent. And that's when guys just triple team this man. Tight end, le- uh, tight end and the uh, left tackle and the right and left guard. And then the center would get the other DT. The right guard would get the other DT. And the right tackle would get the, um, the end, the left end. And we'll live with it. That's what Ohio State did after Nick Bosa graduated. And even back in Ohio State, everybody used to say, well, Chase Young ain't doing nothing. When you look at the film, he got three people on him. You got three people out of 11 on the field, eyes on one person. Two other people need to perform. And you blame Chase Young? Same thing's happening now. Chase Young's playing out his mind. He's beating his assignment. He has the guy who's defending the blind side of the quarterback. He, he's handling his assignment. Sweat is rare. Pain is going to work. Allen is going to work on the run plays. They're doing their job. The back seven is iffy. St. Juice has been okay. He got beat a couple times. I understand the guys are faster than him. Emmanuel Forbes, he's going to get there. I tell you, he's going to gain about 10 pounds over the summer. He's going to keep that elite speed. He's going to learn. And he's going to be fine. I'm not hating on what we got as a defense. I just don't like the scheme that our defense is going through. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. I watched the game twice. It's frustrating. I sat there and looked at the game, and I'm just like, okay, another another four-man draw. Then every team we play, this team is not a big blitzing team. We'll see what they're going to do against Washington this week. First play, they got eight people on the line. Eight. Eight people on the line. Confused the crap. And they sent five. Confused the crap out of Sam. Out of, not even Sam Howell, the offensive line. Sam Howell took, three, he took two steps before his three-step drop on the slant. And somebody was in his face. That's not Sam Howell's fault. Now, he still has an issue. But certain... I hate blaming Sam Howell for certain things. When you look at all across the NFL and quarterbacks are getting three seconds to do, two, two and a half to three seconds to do what they want to do. He can't even get two. Not two and a half. He can't even get two. And then you get people talking about, well, he's holding the ball too long. Well, God, there's two people in his face. Every time Sam Howell had two and a half seconds or three seconds to throw the football, 
it was beautiful football. Now, there's a couple times dudes dropped the ball, uh, Doxson. Not even Doxson. Doxson. Y'all know about that story if y'all were a Washington fan. Ooh, that boy used to drop some passes. And I still don't understand it. It's, okay. Let's take it back a little bit. It's it's not for the fact that the guys in the office want to not have bad picks in the draft. These guys, they were crazy amazing in the draft. But now we have to get to the point where we have to start drafting guys that are not one-hit wonders in college. And Doxon was not a one-hit uh, – uh, Jahan Dotson was not a one-hit wonder in college because I was watching a lot of Penn State football, being that Maryland is in the Big Ten. And he was he was a great receiver for more than a year. Sam Howe was a good quarterback for more than a year. It's just this last year when all this talent, the Michael Carter, Deami Brown, and a couple offensive linemen were in the league, of course his his numbers dropped a little bit. And they tried to blame that on him. Let's look at Caleb Williams right now. Out there, Caleb Williams had a three three hundred yard game, and when he had a three hundred yard game, it was like against the scrub team. Caleb Williams played a couple ranked teams, got put on his butt. Notre Dame and Utah, even though games was high scoring games, goodness gracious. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I believe the next couple years, if the draft picks are not office of linemen, then they're not doing it right. I, I'm okay with Sam Howell, but the next couple years, early have to be have to be offensive line draft picks. Charles Leno, I, I love you, my man. You don't miss games, and I appreciate everything that you've done. Um, and I and I pray for your family about the situation where you had to miss. Uh, the first game in forever last week. I, I I think I can do better. Steve Charles, Chris Paul, and left guard. I know we drafted you guys. Um, you have been serviceable. I think we can do better than you guys. Nick Gates, she was thrown into a situation just because of a random retirement for Chase Rouillet. I appreciate you, and I understand now why the New York Giants got rid of you. I think we can do better. Sam Cosme, I was ready to help you when you was at right tackle. Now we learn that you are right guard. We can keep you around. Woo, Andrew Wiley. Let me tell you something about Andrew Wiley. I didn't like him in Kansas City. And... When they picked him up, and the first thing they said was, hey, we can finally move Cosme inside. And I thought to myself, uh, is Wiley really an outside guy? I, Wiley was getting beat last year. I, if Wiley was that left guard or something like that, maybe. But the boy has slow feet. He does. You, you need somebody who got hands and a little bit quicker feet. And I mean some serious hands. Like, get somebody the Holy Ghost when you touch them. Uh-oh, push them back. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Football guys know what I'm talking about when we say give them the Holy Ghost. First, what's the first thing everybody does when they get the Holy Ghost? They they bounce backwards from, from their chest. Oh, I felt that one. 
That's what they need. Give them the Holy Ghost. Andrew Wiley, we can do better than you. Tight end, Logan Thomas. I, I think we might be coming to an end. I really like Logan Thomas, man. I think we could do better than you. Now, I don't know what Armani Rogers is going to give us, but he hasn't been healthy. Uh, Nick Gates, solid blocking tight end. He got torched a few times this past week. I think we can do better. Brian Robinson, my guy. We, we just hang around. Antonio Gibson, fix your fumbling problem. Come on, hang around. Sam Howe, I know we can do better than Sam Howe. But you can hang around. I just, I just like the ball placement that he has when he when he tosses those deep passes. Oh, man, it's so beautiful to watch. But he just can't get two seconds. That offense needs a serious revamp. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, those guys are not walking through the door. They're just not walking through the door. Three and four after seven games with our bye week in another six weeks. It's going to make this season very long. Our schedule does not get easier. It is so frustrating that we lose games to a winless team in Chicago and a one-win team in the Giants where we could be set up for something a little bit better. I mean, no one thought we was going to beat Buffalo. No, no one thought we was going to beat Buffalo. But now we look at Buffalo now, and we're just like, what the heck were we doing against Buffalo? No one thought we was going to beat Philly. I think we gave Philly the biggest challenge this season. A lot of stuff has to go on, and the mentality has to change. Um, a lot of stuff has changed internally. You can feel the difference, but everything with this franchise right now still has a, star, a Snyder stamp on it. And you say, how can that change? Who knows? I don't. We don't know exactly what this ownership has in store. We really don't. Um, we don't even know what to look for that this ownership may have in store. I thought about looking to see how Philly did it. Philly tanked. I don't know about tanking. They tanked for Embiid. They, they tanked for Okafor. They tanked for Nerlens Noel. They, they tanked for Markel Fultz. They tanked for uh, Ben Simmons. That's a lot of years of tanking. I don't know if anybody here could take five years of tanking. Now, Philly is one of the top teams, and they got an MVP out of the deal. But Jaleel Okafor ain't there. Ben Simmons ain't there. Nellis Noel ain't there. Markel Fultz ain't there. And some of the best players on their team were mid to 
mid to late guys. Tyrese Maxey's. Uh, they got rid of Matisse Thibel, but he was a part of that. You just have to know what you need and what is the best for what you need. I agree we needed corner help. I think we could have got corner help late. There was a lot of corners in this draft. Like, Tariq Woolen is the best second-year corner in the league. Six-round pick. We don't have to make a splash in the first round. We just have to know whose talent fits the bill in the first round. That is our problem. We got a guy I thought he was going to end up being Darrell Revis. I know, fans. Don't act like you didn't think that because you did. Oh, man, this guy, every time he got a pick, he was going to the house. Y'all said it. I don't want to hear it. When we got Chase Young, oh man, we any from the any from the DMV, oh man, he's gonna be a staple here for the next ten years. Second, this man tore his ACL. Y'all was off his bandwagon so fast, and I was still on it. Look at him now, leading leading the team in quarterback pressures, fifth fifth in the league in quarterback pressures, leading the team in sacks, and now y'all want to get back on the bandwagon. Y'all are just suspect. You just are. Y'all are suspect. And it's cool. I get it. That's how fans do. I'm a realistic fan. Y'all a hypothetical fan. Hypothetically, if this and this happened, I'm I'm cheering for my team. That's what y'all do. I'm still going to cheer for my team. Win, lose, or draw. And I'm going to give you the real in this podcast. Win, lose, or draw. And that's the reason why I started this. There's a lot of people that just refuse to talk straight. And I am not afraid to talk straight. Y'all ain't got to worry about me not talking straight. Y'all get it all. But I'm going to break this off here. Close my mouth for a little bit. Rest up before I go to school. I will be talking with you guys later. Um, I have been off my movie game. I've been extremely busy. Basketball is really rampant. Uh, playoffs are fall and rampant. So... You know, I got the coverages for the fall. So, a lot of fall stuff. Got practice tonight. Got conditioning the next two days. Putting up some prayers for my girls yesterday. I got I got three injuries yesterday, man. That was very scary. Um, all three were knee injuries. Just I'm just extremely praying because I know how injuries can change the mindset of a lot of people, especially in sports. Um, had a couple girls my first year got hurt. And decided not to play anymore. Um, so I, I don't want these young ladies to get discouraged. Because um, I love them as family. I love them as students. I love them as people. And I want them to be great. Um, like, it's it's still in my mind right now for what happened. And I, and I saw it. And when I saw it, the first thing I thought in my mind was O-S-H. Like, and I said it out loud. And I was surprised nobody called me out for it because you you really hate to see great people go through a downtime you really do you really do um but i'll talk about that in another podcast um you know i i never like to give out extreme information about other people that when it's not about myself um 
especially naming names, but anybody who's listening that knows me and when was there, they will know who we're talking about. But I, I, I am the one who extremely hates injuries. I really hate injuries. I really hate injuries. I'm living with a shoulder injury right now for over 30 years, and it's painful. Like, at any, any given point, my shoulder can pop out. Thanks to sports. At any given moment, I can feel a pinched nerve in my back. Thanks to sports. I have migraine issues because of sports. Got, got elbowed one time and realized that it was a mild concussion. Even though I, I never got really hit in the head afterwards, but, you know, things are serious. You got to treat it correctly. And as always, I'm still praying that everything will be positive and nothing will be wrong. Um, because I, I just, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate seeing negative things happen to amazing people. I really do. So I'm going to end this off here. I appreciate you guys listening, as always, to my 30-minute talk session, uh, my 30-minute vent session on these idiotic Washington Commander teams. Um, Love you guys, as always, man. I appreciate you guys listening. Hit up the Twitterverse, BigEarth716, with your thoughts on how everything's going. Uh, The coaching pages will get updated very soon. Uh, Coach I-R-V-I-N-P-A-Y-N-E, WJ Basketball, WJ Girls Basketball, WJJV Basketball, for all information on the basketball end. I appreciate you guys as always. Peace out.